Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seat. The show is about to start. Hey guys, what's up? This is Phoebe. This is Mike. You're listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio. So uh, we were taking a little break for the last few weeks, but now we're back on. Um, so we're hoping to do this on a regular basis for the Mike and Phoebe show. So this is exclusively on Alternative Twist Radio. We're also going to be airing this on um, YouTube and also on our social media. So if you happen to miss it, you can um, check it out on our YouTube channel, which is Alternative Twist Radio. But if you want to listen to it live, it's uh, we're going to be airing new episodes Friday nights uh, at what? 8 p.m.? 8 p.m., yes. 8 p.m. Pacific. So um, this this is the first time that we're trying this, and uh, happy 2023. Yes, happy 2023. Awesome. So I was checking out the local news. Um, so we're going to talk about our station news first, okay? So um, we've been accepting original submissions for music on our website. So you can um, check out alternativetwist.com, go under the submissions page, and you'll see all the guidelines that you can uh, follow to submit your original music. Please only original. Unfortunately, we can't do cover songs. So um, please send in your original music and um, then also allow us to tag you on your social media. A lot of pages I've seen don't allow pages to tag you. So, and that doesn't help us promote your music. So please help us out. Allow a page to tag you, especially on Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, and all that, they're cool. But Facebook, for some reason, I seem to have a problem. Um, yeah, I know. Facebook is a pain in the butt. Yeah, meta. Go take it, huh? Anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, that's for original song submissions. And we're also um, submitting, uh, sorry, we're also accepting uh, original podcast submissions. Yes, we are. That's going to be a new thing. So we're really excited. Um, any genre, really, any topic, send it in. Um, go to the same website, Alternative Twitter com under submissions. Um, now that section is only for music, but uh, the way it's laid out, but just fill in the topics for a podcast. So use the same guidelines and go ahead and submit that. And um, we can listen to your podcast and go from there. Hopefully air your podcast on alternative twist.com. Yeah. And um, a couple other things. We have some exciting artist spotlights. This is still for Station News. We have tons of original music that's been coming out. So I've been uh, scheduling a bunch of artist spotlights for January. So we have a lot of new uh, bands that are on our station. So we got one that's coming out, 69 Windmills. Another one is Special Agent Sunshine. They're a really good band. Wow. Yeah. Then we got another one. Um, I believe Joel Brogan is part of ISA, International Singer Songwriters Association. Yeah. So he's a really good songwriter. We have another um, artist called Alex Lane. And then uh, we just added a few. Delphi Ravens. They are out of, I believe... Arizona, Phoenix area, uh, area, I think. Probably. And then also a new one called American Profits. They're really good. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. If I recall, I found American Profits on um, TikTok. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So if you happen to be a musician, you're on TikTok. So are we. Find us on Alternative Twist Radio on TikTok. Uh, username is Alternative Twist. And um send in some you know little clips and you never know i might like your stuff and um so send in your music and a few other ones that we're still scheduling and we're working on so stay tuned on our social medias for all that exciting stuff 
And um, let's see here. Now, um, we can jump into the news. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> There's plenty of news to go around nowadays. Huh? Do you want to talk about um, the weather? I know, Mike, you love talking about the weather. Um, we're in Southern California. It's rainy, cloudy today. Uh, let's see here. What did you hear about the weather? Um, well, there's some kind of cyclone uh, storm that's we're getting a double whammy here, and it's going to be what one of those hundred-year storms. Um, it's supposed to be flooding in Sacramento. Uh, good thing we're not up there. We're in Southern California, so but we're we're still getting a lot of rain here. Yeah. And it's starting to kind of flood outside a little bit, right outside the studio. And <laughs> I know it's. You a, know. It's a kind of a scary thing. Um, a lot of areas I saw Sacramento already yesterday. A lot of parts of Sacramento is getting massive rain. Yeah. And um, it's a powerful storm. It's a double whammy, like what you said. It's a Pineapple Express. And um, what's the other term? That the they... atmospheric river. Yes, that's what it is. And it's going to bring debris, high winds, and a couple feet of snow in the Sierras, Ooh, which is... That's going to be good. Yeah. And we've actually been... We just looked outside the window and um, the mountains nearby here... Yes. ...have gotten quite a feet of snow. Yes, yes, they sure have, yes. Yeah, and for California, you know, I mean, we have Big Bear. We have, um, what other mountains are nearby? San Jacinto Mountains. I don't know if they get snow. Sagragonio um, uh, Mountains. Idlewild. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idlewild. Yeah. And also uh, White, Wrightwood. Yes, yes, they all get snow. So um, that started the um, snow season for them already. Sure did. Yeah, so um, rainfall has already been begun. This is according to weather.com just earlier today on their website that rainfall has already begun to spread into California, but the most soaking downpours are expected late Wednesday through Thursday. So as we're recording today's Wednesday Mm -hmm. afternoon. Yes. So um, we're supposed to be getting our major rains um, tomorrow, late afternoon, right? Thursday? Uh, they said Wednesday. So mm-hmm. if that's going to be Wednesday, that might be later on tonight to tomorrow. So we might be at the very, very beginning stages of it. Yeah. So it's always good that we get rain. But, you know, the after effects and flooding and things like that, power outages, massive wind, um, that's not really fun. So hopefully um, people in Sacramento, the Bay Area, are staying safe. Um, You know, they're expecting a lot of damage out of this. Oh, yeah. And then I also saw, you know, I get most of my news, guess what, on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Good old TikTok. (laughs) I can't stand reading news, so um, I kind of filter my news. So TikTok told me that um, there was an earthquake. Uh, Okay, now, yesterday there was um, estimated that there was going to be a huge, like, 9.0 earthquake. 8.1. It was supposed to be an 8.1. Yeah. So then, but, you know, they, they use, um, guess, you know, estimated guests and things like that. So um, turns out that they did have a 6.4 earthquake in, um, oh, I forgot the, oh, Humboldt County. Yeah. Mm. So there was quite a few damage, so um, which is really unfortunate. And uh, if we have listeners there in Northern California, Central, uh, you know, let us know that you yeah, hope you guys are being safe. Um, you know, I, there's been talks about like a huge 9.0, 10.0 yeah. ever since I was a little kid for the last like 30 years. They said uh, California is going to be, you know, departing from the United States. Yeah. We'd all have beachfront property. Eh, that ain't happening yet, boy. <laughs> so we'll see, you know, in, in, over the 30 years that they've been estimating that huge earthquake. But, um, you know, we'll see. And there's always faults everywhere. So we'll see what happens, right? That's right. 
Okay, so we got that one. And continuing continuing on the news, um, I also saw on TikTok that um, actor Jeremy Renner, he was in a major um, snow plowing accident. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he was, um, let's see here, he was struck by a vehicle. I'm sorry. Renner, okay, this is according to, again, weather.com, oddly enough, I guess because they were talking about the snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So Renner was helping a family member who was stuck in a vehicle in the snow. And then the actor Snowcat ran over him when he was outside. Ooh. And snow cats are a heavy metal, a heavy piece of equipment typically used for grooming ski slopes. Yeah. And that's really scary. Um, I saw a picture of him on social media on the website there. He looks all banged up. Um, I believe he already had some surgeries. Ooh, man. Yeah. Wow. So he's already recovering from that. But more details are emerging. This is out of um, weather.com emerging that the incident left the actor Jeremy Renner critically injured on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. So that was really unfortunate. And that um, it says that at this point in the investigation, we do not believe that Mr. Renner was impaired at all. And we believe that this is, this is a tragic uh, accident, according to the uh, Washoe County Sheriff uh, deputy there uh, during a news news press. So um, hopefully he'll be okay. He's um, recuperating, you know, um, and we hope uh, for a speedy recovery. And Jeremy Renner, if you guys don't know, he played Hawkeye on Marvel's, um, one of the Marvel superhero movies. And he's also on another TV show. So um, and I love him. Love Hawkeye. Great actor. So I hope he's going to be okay and not lose uh, any limbs or anything. Well, if he's on a recovery right now, so, you know, I think you'll die and make a good full recovery. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. And let's see here. Okay. What else do we have here? I'm looking through my little pages. Okay, here's here's a good one. So um, this is national news. This is out of CBS News. Okay. Now, as we all know, um, Speaker of the House, ex-Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, now stepped down. And now the House adjourns without electing a new speaker after McCarthy fails to win in three rounds of voting. That's four rounds now. Four, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the fifth time is a charm. <laughs> yeah. So I just pulled this up on CBSnews.com uh, out of Los Angeles. So it's already old news, you know. Yeah, but you know, yeah. Well, you know, it's, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so the House adjourned on Tuesday without picking a new speaker, as Representative Kevin McCarthy failed to win a majority of three ballots. Only the eighth time in the history a speaker hasn't been chosen after three ballots. So this is, uh, yeah, only an eighth time in history that this has happened. It's been over a hundred years since something like this has actually really and truly happened. Over a hundred years. Yeah. And it says here on cbsnews.com, after the second ballot, McCarthy insisted to reporters that the party is unified. (laughs) That this isn't about me, McCarthy said, that this is about the conference now because of the members who are holding out. They want something for their personal selves. So that seemed like a more of a, a personal opinion uh, in his statement rather than based on actual facts. Yeah. 
So McCarthy has lost another Republican uh, on the third round, uh, Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, who had pledged to support McCarthy on the first two ballots, but not after that. I wonder why. Hmm. Suggesting that he could lose that he could lose more as as votes come in and moved into further ballots. Really? <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Okay, so that's out of CBS News. Um, so we'll see. And uh, by the time this airs, this is going to be Friday night. So, you know, um, of course, there's going to be updated information. So we'll see. And that's always um, changing. But by then, will he still be, uh, you know, speaker? No, I don't think so. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens, right? So talking about that, um, on national news, I saw, this is according to NPR.org, a Tesla driver is charged with intentionally plunging his family off of California Cliff. Oh, is that the one that they fell 250 feet? I believe so. I'm reading here, a Tesla driver was arrested and charged with intentionally driving off a cliff in Northern California in an attempt to kill his family according to law for law enforcement. So this is uh, Monday morning, uh, 20 miles off south of downtown San Francisco off Highway 1. Uh, let's see. Yep, 250 feet down the cliff next to the Pacific Ocean. Wow. So inside was the whole family, um, his whole family, two children, a four-year-old and a seven-year-old, and two adults, both 41. So him and his wife, I'm guessing. Damn. Yeah, it's really tragic. And um, so the firefighters repelled down the cliff and rescued the children first, while a helicopter rescue technician was lowered to the scene and helped rescue the adults. Yeah. A, a life flight um, helicopter transported the two adults to a local hospital, according to CHP. Yeah, they all made it. Yeah, they all made it, and yeah. um, they arrested the man. Yeah, as they should. Yeah, because the CHP investigators worked throughout the night interviewing witnesses and gathering evidence from the scene based on the evidence collected investigators developed probable cause to believe this incident was an intentional act Jeez. so um the man his name is uh, darmesh patel of pasadena hmm. he was under arrest for attempted murder and child abuse so they immediately arrested him he was transported to uh san mateo county jail uh, after he is released from the hospital. Hmm. Yeah, so th- they said, this is according to NPR, it is unclear what driving mode the Tesla was in at the time of the crash, but the officials say that the driving mode does not appear to be a contributing factor. So they can already tell. Oh, uh, so he put it in manual mode just so he can... Who knows? So he tried to do like a Thelma and Louise type of thing? <sighs> They, they say the, uh, the remains are ongoing for an investigation. Uh, this remains an ongoing investigation, and they have no further content, um, comments. But see, when you uh, read uh, the actual, you know, beginning of the post, you know, the headlines, mm-hmm. it basically says Tesla goes off a cliff t- uh, 250 feet, and mm-hmm. then family survives. That's all they put on there. Yeah. Uh, come on, but... Put something else there because you know everybody thinks that uh, oh now tesla cars are all you know oh well they're going to be jumping off cliffs hey come on yeah the way i read the headline this one's uh says tesla driver is charged with intentionally plunging his family off a california cliff so ideally if it was in manual mode 
then it could be just any other car, you know, which I saw in that same article all the way at the bottom. Let me see. 2018, this is a separate incident. 2018, a couple drove themselves and their six adopted children off the cliff. So they see that a lot in that area, unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, which is really sad. But, you know, I'm glad that the investigators caught um, all the evidence and they interviewed people and they can tell that, you know what, um, that was intentional. Yeah. Yeah, which is really tragic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. People are getting crazy nowadays. Yeah, they are. Let's see here. So what else do we have? How about this one? Um, According to CNN, uh, there's some big questions on student loan forgiveness in 2023. So out of Washington, student loan borrowers are starting 2023 (laughs) with a lot of uncertainty. Now, the fate of President Joe Biden's major student loan forgiveness program lies with the U.S. Supreme Court. And it could be as late as summer before the justice rules on whether the policy can take effect. Ooh. Yeah. So it looks like it's going to take a little bit. The pandemic related pause on student loan uh, student loan payments remains in place. But a startup date is up in the air, dependent on when the Supreme Court rules on uh, whether or not they have the forgiveness program or not. So that means you still got to pay your loans all the way until the time they said, yeah, you don't need to do it no more. Yeah. So according to uh, CNN politics, meanwhile, significant changes are coming in July to the existing public service loan forgiveness program. So more changes. Of course. Yes. Of course. (laughs) That aids government and nonprofit workers Mm -hmm. and a new income driven repayment plan that could lower payments for some federal student loan borrowers are in the works. Uh, Okay. So... (laughs) (laughs) The rollout of Biden's forgiveness program has created confusion for borrowers, obviously. Here are some of the big questions. Okay, these are the questions. Will Biden's student plan, a student student loan forgiveness plan take effect? Will it take effect? And in late February, the Supreme Court hears arguments. So there's questions on that, if it will, because it still has to go through the courts. And then will when will the pandemic pause on uh, payments end? So that's another question that hmm. they have. And let's see here. So that's still in the works. The year-long pause cost the government $155 billion through the end of 2022. Well, I mean, it's pretty sad that it cost us, you know, a lot of that money. But, I mean, look how much they've been sending over to Ukraine. 30 something, 37, almost 40 billion. I'm sorry, 40 trillion or 40 billion dollars. I don't know. It's been a lot of money. And talking about that, according to the New York Times, Russia Ukraine war, now Russia is struggling to replenish missile stocks, according to Ukraine. This is updated uh, 3.15 Eastern time. Yeah, and I think we're the ones that's giving them all those uh, missiles. <laughs> And if it's not us, then it's got to be some other country that, you know, says, here, here you go. So here's what we know. According to New York Times, Moscow has enough missiles for two to three more large strikes and is rushing newly produced uh, munitions into service. This is according to Ukrainian intelligence official. Oh. So lacking precision missiles, Russia is increasing uh, its use of drones, according to Ukraine. Yeah. Putin also says he is deploying hypersonic uh, weapons by ship 
and whether they work as uh, Russia claims is uncertain. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Macron promises to send uh, armored uh, reconnaissance vehicles to re- Ukraine. Oh, put- yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You heard that. Oh, too. yeah. Yep. And Russia also says soldier cell phone use led to the deadly uh, Makvakia strike, if I'm pronouncing that city. Right? Yeah, uh, I-, I can't even pronounce it either. But uh, yeah, uh, they were actually able to track the cell phones. Uh, with the drones, and so when they were actually able to track the cell phones, that's when they were able to pinpoint uh, exactly where they were, and bombs away. Wow. And also, defending against Russian drones is uh, expensive, but Ukraine sees the cost wor- as worth it. So I wonder if the money that we, we've given them, it's, that's uh, the money that they're going to use. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. And the daily podcast hears from Russian soldiers on military setbacks in Ukraine. Oh, so these are all different uh, headlines I was reading. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, but they all pertain to the same thing, the same war that's going on there and all. So it's. Yeah. It, it all kind of goes hand in hand. So that's um, out of the Russia-Ukraine war. And you told me this morning about, um, this is according to Fox News, a Washington substation attack alleged um, motive revealed. So they found uh, who it was, right? Yeah, there was two suspects uh, in, I, I guess, some kind of rampage uh, that shooting or something like that in a subway somewhere. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly, you know, the location of it, but uh, they actually caught the two guys. So according to Fox News, the FBI has revealed the alleged motive for the four substation attacks in Washington state. Okay, all right. That cut the power off for thousands of people on Christmas Day. Okay, so uh, the, I guess this is an old article. So they did find who it was. Uh, this is uh, two men, Matthew Greenwood, 32, and Jeremy Crahan, 40, both out of Pulliop, Washington. Wow, okay. They appear in Tacoma Federal Court on the charge of conspiracy to damage uh, energy facilities. Ah. One of the guys, Greenwood, is also charged with possession of an unregistered short-barreled rifle and a short-barreled shotgun. Yeah, yeah. So um, now short-barreled, uh, is that all like un, um, what's that called? I don't know about um, ammunition, but does it's, that mean that they made it themselves? What is that called? Well, short-barreled could be uh, not federally, federally regulated. It mm. could be you know, shorter than the actual federal uh, regulations for, uh, you know, firearms, mm. which they could have sawed it off themselves mm. or they could have bought it like that. Uh, but usually uh, if you buy something like that, it's got to be uh, federally uh, regulated. Right. And now the criminal complaint revealed the alleged motive for the attacks on the four substations dozens of miles apart uh, within a 12-hour time frame on December 25th was to commit a burglary at a business while the power was down for some 15,000 customers in the area. That seems really extreme. Wow. Yeah. So according to um, Department of Homeland Security, they warned last month that the U.S. power grid is vulnerable to domestic terrorism. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Noting online calls to sabotage critical infrastructure. Okay, well, anyway. So, So they knew that way ahead of time. But did they even think of doing anything to try to stop anything? No, they just, eh, forget it. Who cares? 
So according, this is still on Fox News, that the early morning hours of Christmas Day, the perimeter chain link fence was cut to gain entry to the Hemlock substation operated by uh, Puget Sound Energy. A bank, a bank high side switch was manipulated, causing an outage uh, for some 8,000 customers. See, don't you think that if there's a gate or a fence or something like that, that there would be some kind of barrier of some sort that, you know, once they walk through a, like a beam, all of a sudden it sends a signal of some sort. But, hey, that I, I guess that's way too easy. I, I don't know. I'm sure they <laughs> they have other, uh, you know, security measures. I'm sure that they didn't mention on here, but um, seemed pretty easy. Yeah, but that, that would have been a send a signal saying, hey, there, there's somebody's doing something. Hey, you got to get there quick. <laughs> So the Elk Plain substation was struck next. Padlocks were cut. Okay, see, this is what I don't like. <laughs> Padlocks were cut. In all the news, this is my own personal opinion, okay? So, uh, you know, take it, for, take it for what it's worth. Now, um, this is my own pet peeve. When I read news like this and then I see um, detailed description mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of how it was done, you know, I understand. It's part of the investigation. They have to report it to the public, yada, yada. But they give you like a, a outline of how it was done. Come on. I mean, I don't know. That's just my own thing. So if know. I was a stupid criminal, <laughs> all of a sudden they give all the details. I'm like, that's how I'm supposed to do it. That's what I'm going to do next time if, that, if I ever get that way. So this is, you know, still on the news. So uh, it, that was just my own personal opinion. Okay. So padlocks were cut on the pedestrian gates to, the, to gain entry to the substation. Okay, this is how it was done, where high side breakers were manipulated and causing the outage. So that's how it was successfully done. Then a third attack happened at the Graham substation, where a chain, again, chain leak fence was cut and high side breakers were manipulated. So, you know. Whatever happened to electrified fence? I don't know. I guess that's too much power being used <laughs> I don't know. yeah but electrified fence all of a sudden it's like hey i'm gonna cut the <laughs> no i'm not so um okay that's the article goes on and on and on but anyway so um they caught the guys that's a good thing yeah and good thing. they arrested him and um all that fun stuff good so um let me see here what else do we have um okay um now i don't follow news uh for sports a lot but again, I saw this on TikTok. This was on Sunday evening, Sunday or Monday night. Oh, Monday night football. Um, footballer Damar Hamlin. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Bill Safety. He is still in critical condition. He uh, he was in ICU. He is in ICU after a cardiac arrest. Now he's showing pro- progress. Now I saw the clips. This is again on TikTok that I get my news. I saw the clips Monday night that he um, got injured. It was, he had uh, another player hit him in the chest with his shoulder and hit, got hit in the chest. DeMar Hamlin got hit in the chest and neck area. So it was a critical injury. And he at first, you know, was able to get up on his own, but then, oops, sorry, hitting the microphone. he was able to get up on his own, but then he collapsed. And then that's when he had the cardiac arrest, which yeah. was very scary. Yeah. Extremely traumatizing. 
And from what I see, um, you know, I don't, I don't follow the sports, but I read a lot about him <clears throat> and he um, does a lot for charity. He has a, um, a nonprofit for kids. So a lot of people were donating to that, which is amazing. And then I hear now that he's making progress on his breathing. He was on a ventilator. Ventilator was doing his breathing 100%, but then now he's improving. Um, the ventilator's only on 50%. I think and one of the lungs was punctured, I think it was. Oh, see, I didn't see that. I think That's it was. already been updated. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So um, a lot of people are praying for him. You know, obviously, um, someone's injured critically like that. It's very scary. Um, and all the footballers, all the players, they chose to stop the game. Yes. And, and yes. I did see that. The officials wanted to continue playing, wanted them to continue at first. They wanted them back out there within five minutes. And uh, all of, the, you know, everybody that was there playing the game, all the players said no. Yeah. The game was temporarily suspended 23 minutes after Hamlin suffered the injury and was later suspended indefinitely. So this is according to SportingNews.com. So this was as of Wednesday afternoon. Uh, the Bills added a small update saying that Hamlin is still in critical condition but has so shown signs of improvement. So that's where um, the improvement is. Um, and uh, his family put out a statement. They think... Um, the NFL and they thank the officials and the first responders and things like that. So um, he sounds like an upstanding guy, young guy uh, to suffer that kind of injury. And hopefully um, he'll come out of that. Yeah. I believe he was in his twenties, right? I think so. Um, he looked like he was pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. Twenties. I believe it was. Yeah. And this is, uh, he played uh, safety for the Buffalo, Buffalo bills. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, do. We're praying and hoping for his uh, recovery because that's very traumatic. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. And there was another report out. Uh, there was 769 uh, athletes uh, just last year, 2022, that actually had uh, a cardiac arrest. 769 athletes. Yeah. And um, the way that I looked at it, um, according to the medical officials, they were saying when there's that kind of injury, you know, I forgot the term that they use medical term, but when the, it's a, a massive injury like that traumatic injury to the chest, mm -hmm. it causes the rhythm of the heart to change and flutter, obviously. So that's how it led to the cardiac arrest yes. because of due to the, the big injury like that. Yeah. It's almost like uh, doing an electric shock on you to actually change the, you know, either stop your heart mm -hmm. and or restart your heart yeah and even uh, the amounts of you know equipment safety equipment that they have you know it didn't protect him as much as it should have you know and i saw the video of the guy uh ramming him you know with his chest and uh, i mean it looked like it was with the force of uh being in a car a car accident yeah let's yeah. hope they change all their equipment what they wear yeah it's really scary you know so let's mm -hmm. let's hope yeah, that's that's it was a sad thing to see, uh, especially that it was aired on. Uh, I guess it was live TV and Monday Night Football. Yeah, sure was. Yes, sure was. Yeah, it was very scary to see. And um, on other news on MSN.com, according to USA Today, the Kremlin blames soldiers cell phones uh, and they blame Russia military leaders for Ukraine strike that killed 89 people. Yes. Yeah, and uh, we talked about that earlier. That was just earlier. That's how they was able to find them. Mm -hmm. 
the unauthorized use of cell phones exposed the location of Russian troops in, uh, to the Ukrainian military, prompting the weekend rocket attack that killed scores of Russians, according to a Kremlin official. Mm-hmm. Sure was. And let me see. I'm scrolling down. Was that it? <laughs> That's pretty much about it. That's the story. There it is. <laughs> I guess that is the story. That, that was is. it. Well, it's pretty short-lived. Uh, let's see here. Continuing reading. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's it. They don't tell you much. I got to click on elsewhere, but, um, you know, clickbait and stuff. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting to see. They should have, um, they should have been, well, anyway, I don't want to say anything about the, because that's the Russian. <laughs> They'll come to get us. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so um, another guy, let's see here. This is in, oh, Utah. I just saw that earlier today. Oh, Mormon State. Yeah. According to um, KSLTV.com, a um, distributor killed was killed in a plane crash at Provo Airport. This is top new scan distri- distributor. So um, there was a fatal uh, plane crash on Monday at the Utah Provo Airport. This guy was um, a Utah entre- um, entrepreneur and a businessman. He is said to be the largest distributor in history of new skin enterprises. Wow. So um, he was identified by friends on several social media posts on Tuesday. And a family person said that they knew him for 12 years. And she, this is um, the gentleman's is named Nathan Ricks. Wow. Yeah, so he was, um, I guess his plane crashed, and Ricks joined New Skin in 1989 and has founded the One Team Global, in uh, a sales organization with more than 500,000 distributors that is responsible for nearly $1 billion in New Skin, New Skin products each year. Wow, that's quite a few. Yeah, so, and oddly enough, um, they said that Ricks uh, owned his own jet and was an accomplished pilot. Wow. And he was flying his wife and two friends uh, to attend the Rose Bowl game on Monday morning. Then their small Ambir uh, Phantom Fathom, Fathom 300 aircraft crashed about 1,500 feet down the runway and immediately after taking off, about 11.30 Provo time. And they said that initially, the airport director said initially, the crash did not seem to be weather-related. Hmm. So I wonder what happened. There was a co-pilot. Hmm. Okay, so I guess they all survived? Mm, well, Ricks uh, died in the crash. Okay, yeah, he did. While the 51 um, co-pilot was hop- hospitalized in critical condition, but expected to recover. Hmm. All right, all right. The other two passengers, Rick's wife and another uh, gentleman, Dean, suffered what appears to be minor bumps and bruises. So, But uh, the, the pilot died. Wow. Yeah. So that's really sad. Wow. The article goes on to say other things. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. So caused minor scrapes to the runway. Well, that's sad. So that's really sad. Wow. So he was finally identified. Wow. And um, that's all the topics that I have. That's a lot of news topics. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's anything that uh, you guys like to hear us talk about, uh, don't hesitate to ask. You know, you could always uh, email us at uh, alternativetwistradio at uh, gmail.com. And that's uh, it's what we do. This is uh, the first podcast of what, uh, you know, what we actually come out with. 
Yeah, and um, give us a holler if you have any suggestions. And also, if you're a musician, go ahead and submit your music on alternativetwist.com. Podcasters also just the same, alternativetwist.com under submissions. And um, stay tuned on all of our social media. We're going to be posting um, lots of new content. Every day I'm updating um, my social media for new artists. So um, send in your music and uh, let us tag you and we'll help you promote your music and um, stay tuned on more artist spotlights also. Absolutely. And also go to alternativetwist.com and see the schedule when this actually plays on our station. Absolutely. So um, we hope to do this again next week. You know, uh, be a little patient with us. Some things are our schedule kind of changes a little bit when we have um, things going on in station. So but we hope to do this and air every Friday night, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific time. And you can catch the other episodes on um, YouTube, Alternative Twist uh, Alternative Twist Radio on our YouTube channel. That's right. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mike and Phoebe show on Alternative Twist Radio, the only radio station based in Paris, California. Be sure to tune in for new episodes every week, Fridays at 8 p.m. Pacific on AlternativeTwist.com.